What is up, people? Welcome in to the Fantasy Football Smackdown. It's NFL Draft Day Eve, and we're talking NFL Draft on today's show, if you can believe that here. Uh, I'm your host, Kyle August. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8. And on today's show, I saved the best for last. I figured, yeah. who can I bring on to really <laughs> to just put a bow on this month of April yeah. as the draft is one day away. Round one is tomorrow as it records if you're watching us live. Tonight, if you're listening on the podcast, I got G from the Aussie guys. How's it going, G? Oh, good, mate. How many phone calls do you have to make until you got to my number? To talk uh, about not going to lie. I had three cancellations, and then I was like, <laughs> shit. My, that's okay. uh, who is so, still available? I'm on one hand. That's what you're telling me. I'm fingers <laughs> on one hand. That's good. You're still that's in the good. top five. That's pretty – That's I feel uh, like I'm, that's a win. That's good. I'm, I'm happy with – just outside the medals at number four. Yeah. Uh, I, I can I can deal with that. I can there you go. And and uh, I appreciate you taking a break from a long day of work in the middle of your day. You know, this whole time time zone thing really screws with us. I, I think oh, if we were in the same time zone, man, there would be no stopping us because I'd feel like we'd be doing a podcast like every other week at least. Oh, mate, we, appreciate you. AJ would be gone. <laughs> It'd be you and me, you know. You, 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 you burnt Seth, so we don't have yeah. to worry about stepping on any toes there. Um, and yeah, AJ, he just like basically if I, I got Kyle host here, AJ, and you put it on the what's the like the the scales, and it's sort yeah. of like yeah, mate, like AJ's just dropping it. No, it should be the other way, shouldn't it? Just so, trading up, man. Um, I, it's all it's all good. So it's all good. No, it's good to be on. Excited yeah. for after my taking the day off. The boss actually just thinks I'm getting coffees for him um, at the moment, so. <laughs> He's going to wonder why it's going to take me an hour and a half to go and get coffees. Yeah. By the time I get back, it's busy. It's busy. Hey, man. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I'm lucky enough. I made sure that uh, my wedding day, middle of the summer, right? Out of yep. the football realm. It's a slow time of the year. That you had to get married in July, right? But unfortunately, as much as I could plan that, I could not plan my wife's own birth. And her birthday is the 28th of April. So... This sometimes it falls on the first round of the NFL draft, and that happens again this year. So I'll be she's navigating the draft via my phone. She <laughs> she under, she's understanding. She understands <laughs> you're not going to be having a birthday with her. I, I know how to pick my battles, and uh, uh, trying to watch the NFL draft on her birthday is not one I'm going to fight with. So really, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll definitely get to check it out for a bit, but I won't be like in the last few years, especially with like uh, you know with Zoom and stuff. Yeah. We were doing like draft calls, just hanging out, having some beer, just watch, you know, just kind of chit chatting on on a call with people across leagues and stuff. But not not this year. And unfortunately, this isn't the first time this happened because the year that the Cowboys had the was that whatever pick and took Zeke, uh, that was also another year that was on her birthday. So what was uh, that? Was, was it four? That to be. I'm having a guess. Were you, were you picking like fourth? Third, fourth, fourth. I I don't even remember. I try to block it out that they took a running back that high. As much as I like, oh man, like come on, seriously, can 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 complain? Like I understand you complain about taking a running back when you but you took a running back like that that gave you what he did. Not so much now, but but in in those first, especially his rookie season Mm -hmm. with Dak, that's that's, really complaining about it at the time. There's been much worse picks, including yes. by my own team. So fourth overall, I just double check. So fact checkers, don't worry, I got it covered. So, um, 
I had two I had two listener questions that came in specifically for you um, <laughs> before we get started. So if, if one is campy, <laughs> no, this is not, this is not from campy. Don't worry. The first one is, uh, I'm supposed to ask, this is, this is the exact quote. Ask yes. the Aussie guy what his favorite Mad Max movie is. Do you, do you have a favorite? I did not. Um, this. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, the, the Fury Road one was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest one, but yeah, if you're an Australian, that's, that's more an American based Mad Max, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, the second one, I think you, I think you called it the road warrior or something like that. Was it, it had a different name when I, it I came know. out in America. It was the second one where you, he found himself in the, in the first one's basically giving you the, the outlaw of his story, uh, just his life and how he became who he is. And that was actually filmed about an hour away from where I live. It maybe even less now with new freeways. Actually, it's probably two hours now with all the roads. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so that wasn't filmed that far away from, from where I live, um, the very first one, but the second one. And that's the one with the kid with the, you know, the metal boomerang. Have you seen it? I haven't um, seen it. I'm like, going to have to check it out. That, that, was probably, that was probably the best one, you know, All right. without a doubt. Good, good. So that, and believe it or not, these, quite, this, these the two Fury questions. Fury was good. Like it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Awesome. So I'm, I'm glad I'm getting these out of the way too because, not out of the way, but. I've been, this guy has been asking this for me to present you with these questions for like a yep. year and yep. I keep forgetting every time. So the second yep. question is, and don't hate me for this because I have no idea what the hell this even is. He said, and ask him if he thinks Quigley Down Under is a good movie. Is Quigley, is, did, did they have Tom Selleck in it? Yeah. yeah I've never seen I just go with it. I, and I just, think if, you, if, you put, if you put anything with Down Under in it, <laughs> it's shit. Like, yes. Like, men at work. Men at work. Yes. Yes. Which was my intro song for a while. I know. What well, I have to get, I have to get Seth back on the show and get all the old uh, like favorite guests of the fellas because you guys all, all had your intro songs. Yeah. Uh, but yours, un- unfortunately for you, you did not get any say in uh, selecting that song because it was no. men at work. No, uh, I did ask for it to so. be taken down a few times, but and that we that request was not granted. That's for no, sure. Not granted. <laughs> well, my, it's it's quite funny. Like like I've never seen the movie, but I I know that Tom Selleck was in it. I don't know who else was in it, um, but I do. There was a, there was a period of time that there were a lot of American movies made here, like in our studios and stuff, because of the. The, the currency, the dollar currency, the, the the gap, you know, it was cheaper to far cheaper to make it under our dollar using US dollars and with the exchange rate. Mm-hmm. So I'd be watching these American movies going, I'd go, fuck, there's a lot of gum trees in America. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Or you'd be showing like they're trying to make, I think very much like the Matrix movies, they try to make it out like you're in the States, mm-hmm. but it's, I think I think it was Sydney. Like that's Sydney, dude. Like, what are you why are you trying to make it out like you know what I mean? It's like if you watch a movie and they tell you this is where it is. You know it's not there. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, we're, yeah, you're just we're, we're telling you, we're putting it up there. Ah, that is that where it is. No, well, yeah. it's not. That's why we're telling you. Because we're putting it in, you know, the old noggin that that's where it's from. But there we go. So we go, no, yeah, to quickly and the second Mad Max, but the first right. one's very good too. So if you haven't seen 
the first one, the young Mel Gibson, definitely go and see the got to see the first one. You ha- you do yeah. have to see it's it's probably 60/40. Gotcha. With those two. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I got a lot of I got a lot of movie catching up. I got a, my uh, my buddy. I have like a whole list of stuff he always gives me, and he's he loves Mad Max, so he's like, you got to check these out. So I gotta I gotta do that. But you, it was funny, and I'll we'll move to some football uh, after it this. Is. But you reference yeah. like wherever it says like this is where it, it the movie is like that. You know that's not where it is. No. Uh, I I don't live there now. I used to, but I used to live in Aurora, Illinois. Which if you ever seen the movie. Uh, Wayne's World, that's where yeah. Wayne is from. He's like, I live in Aurora, Illinois. Well, like none of that movie was filmed in no. Aurora, Illinois. Why yeah. the hell does it? Why would it? Why would you want the movie to be based there? <laughs> like, yeah, I, well, why do you even bring it up? This is where, like, who, who cares? I don't know. Who, but it was bloody uh, somewhere in LA, and that's where the movies. Who gives a shit? I don't yeah. think anybody said that. Was that a big part of the? No, it had it had barely like nothing to really do with the movie. But every time, like when I tell people, like, "Oh, where are you from?" Like, "Oh, I'm from Aurora." They're like, "Oh, Wayne's World." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. at least I, I just have one little town and one movie. You got a whole country of of great films to be uh, linked to. So uh, yeah. congrats. So <laughs> I, I still get excited when I hear my name in a movie. Like Greg's not a very common name. It's not one I don't think anybody's naming their kid these days. Greg, no, <laughs> not with, especially not in the NFL. No, that's, um, that's a good but, point. I can't think of too many yeah. Gregs in the NFL, to to be honest. But my right, my mind went to Greg Jennings, who's been out of the league for like yeah, ten years. <laughs> um, is the defensive end Greg? Greg, um, uh, Randy Gregory. I mean, hey, uh, Greg, Randy Gregory. I'm thinking of. Well, there you go. But yeah, so every time yeah. I hear my name in something, it sounds quite weird. Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah, I didn't think it's, always that. Some, it's always usually some overweight, geeky looking dude. Thinking, <laughs> okay, lucky. Not you. all Greeks look like that. I hope. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> all right, let's talk some football, man. Uh, we're ten what minutes is- into this, so I might, we might as well. Yeah, we yeah. might as well talk Come some on. football. We're talking. We're uh, we're getting ready for the draft here. You took a look at some numbers, so I'm going to kind of yeah. kick it to you here to preface what. What we're doing here but uh you broke down some numbers from last year and some finishing positions so uh what kind of data were you looking at here and uh what were some takeaways yeah well look i was just i just i don't know what you gave me some questions and i thought i didn't really like the questions that you asked me to talk about so i thought i'm going to actually do some research for your own show yeah you know, i'm going to be the research for your show as the guest but appreciate that um i was just looking at uh, like where players were drafted and where they finished up, and like this is from the fantasy point of view. So um, using, um, who did I use? I think, I can't remember whose numbers I used. Fantasy, fantasy, geez, I can't even remember whose Oh, man, you got to have your source. You don't need people coming after fantasy you. Fantasy or... Sorry, fantasy price. All right. So there, there we go. go. Thank you, fantasy price. So um, so I just, I just had a look at did I go through everybody? No, but I did do the top 48 running backs. I think about top 50 wide receivers and the top 18 quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not the top 18 because there's a few guys. I put the rookies in there from last year just to see where they ended up fantasy-wise in their first season. So for starters, what we found out was um, – in the top 18, in the, the 18 quarterbacks I looked at, 11 of them were first-round picks. Um, wow. Three were from the second round. One was from the third. 
two was from the fourth. We had no fifth round quarterbacks, whether or not uh, they were only taken the fifth round in any of those years, it probably would have been. Mm-hmm. One from the sixth. I wonder now, who that was. I wonder who that was. <laughs> and none from the seventh. So pretty much if you're not getting one in the first, based on last year's fantasy, um, yeah, yeah. And, and so I was going to say to you, who – Give me okay outside of Brady. So we we know it all that the number six was the one person was Tom Brady, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the lowest finishing QB in the first round from taking him in the first round? Uh, let, let's take, let's take out Trey Lance. Okay, he didn't even play. So let's who was who was the field. lowest who was the lowest finishing quarterback in twenty twenty one that was drafted yeah. in the first and, round? Yeah, that wasn't a rookie from last year. Ooh, I'm gonna go with Baker What's... Mayfield. Oh well, Baker didn't even make. Oh, he, he didn't even make the top eighteen. <laughs> he was the twenty fifth. So that's. I mean, so it's gotta it. be that's good. That's that's a good pick. But I from from the eighteen that I did, I should probably go on to Baker. But I figured, mate, he's not even on a team now. Do we worry? Was, my my other guess, he's not. He's. I mean, he's still on the. He's still on the Browns. Technically, my other oh, guess was yeah, gonna be. My, uh, yeah, technically. My yeah, other yeah, guess they're going to gonna go through camp and pick the best quarterback. <laughs> yeah. There's a true competition, G. Uh, yeah, yeah. My other guess was going to be Goff. Jared Goff. Oh, my, he's not. Where's he's he not on the list either. <laughs> no. I should, so I got to go. Not the worst. Oh, look, uh, from, from the ones that I did, well, they're two really good picks, but we're sort of talking about. Decent quarterbacks oh, okay. here at the moment. All right. Unless you unless you want to draft a you know Jared Goff in the first round of a startup. Hey oh <laughs> you know who you are. You know who you are. Um we, Lamar Jackson. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I guess he what missed missed yeah. a handful of games in there too. So yeah, he missed right. a handful of games. So gotcha. um and the lowest, probably the highest of the guys that were taken um that would have been fourth round. There was two of them. Dak the Prescott best. and Kirk Cousins, baby. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dak Prescott uh, was seven, and Kirk Cousins was fourth. So basically, if you're going to be in a fantasy, unless you're really good at picking quarterbacks, mm-hmm. mate, just stick with who they take in the first round, even you know in your dynasty starts, because yeah, more of them more of them hit than than don't. Well, it's fifty percent, but judging by this at the moment, the guys that are still in the league, mate, mm-hmm. eleven. To three in the second, um, you know. Yeah, I th- I think that's the good thing to keep in mind with that, especially with this class. For God's sakes, like, geez, these quarterbacks are going to be rough, and we'll see tomorrow night uh, or tonight if you're listening this Thursday morning uh, where these guys end up. That draft capital, I think, is going to make a difference. That'll tell us what the NFL thinks these guys. But when you're in your rookie drafts, you think like a year ago, you know, like D- Davis Mills was probably a little different. You could take some context clues with him. You know, Houston didn't have earlier picks there's obviously a little path to playing time there but like you know what is he long term but when you look at like think of like the kellen mons of the world that we spent time like oh, i gotta like you know let's take this guy late you know it's a flyer you need quarterback yeah. super flex it was like but really you just said it like last year there was only four or five guys that were taken out of the first two rounds that even were yeah. you know top you know startable quarterbacks really so yeah three yeah three after round two yeah. You know? So what are you going to, 
you, you got to think of that with those some of these dart throws. I think I do. I I mess. I know we are not going to talk about the tight ends because you have the we have the numbers for the other two positions. But like I'm reminding myself that this year more than ever because every year it always seems like in that late third or fourth. I'm always just like, well, this tight end was drafted in round three. Like well, I I've, got to, I've got tight end numbers here. Oh, you got all of them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got all, right. I got all the positions. All right. Yeah, 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 for sure. But um, it, it is. It's. I, I I did have a phone call yesterday with um your boss. Yes. <laughs> the Godfather and himself. The Godfather himself. Yes. yes. Uh, the the CEO of the DWZ. Yes. Um, I think he's the CEO, chairman. Um, oh, he's the whole damn board of directors there. So. Yeah, he's the whole board of directors. <laughs> and we had a discussion yesterday. We were talking. Obviously, when you start talking about the draft, you start talking about your own team and 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 what you want to do with that and um and I've seen with the Falcons you know like the my, I think we've been linked to every offensive position besides tight end that quarterback wide receiver running back um and I said mate one I don't want a receiver in the first round where well, he thinks the Falcons should take a receiver I said why I don't understand we're in a rebuilding stage now for, like it's done it's finished Matt Ryan's gone which um, um that's that's not that it's great but yeah there comes a point where you just got to move on it's, it's yeah. time and we're going to have a bridge guy somewhere until you find the guy and he was like well if you get a quarter if you get a quarterback next season in the draft um he's got to be able to throw to somebody I'm thinking I'm thinking mate, mate I'd rather take another offensive lineman or a really good defensive player in this in in the first round than take a wide receiver because the wide receiver ain't going to be helping him off the ground when he's got his ass just absolutely pancaked by some defensive player. Mm-hmm. But how does that help him at all? Right. Um, and then I got another whole discussion about next year's quarterbacks. This is uh, this is not a Falcons pod, but. Um, Mate, we have to suck big time next year. We have to be, from a Falcons point of view, and anybody who's listening is probably not a Falcons fan because there's not many of us out there really or none that really want to put their hand up and own, you know, since 28-3. But um, if we if we don't really suck and we're not one or two, mm-hmm. if we end up winning enough games like we did this year and we end up eighth or we're, we probably won't be that good this year, so we, we're sixth, there's too many teams next year, one that will need a quarterback or be looking at another quarterback. Mm-hmm. And say, for example, um, even Miami, who could be better. But look at the draft capital that they've got next year, the picks in the first round. Yeah. They could they could be middle of the road and be a later draft pick and just fly straight past the Falcons with using draft picks to go and get what's a much better class of quarterbacks coming out. I said, mate, we got to, we got to be the worst team in the league or the second worst league in the team to guarantee getting, you know, one of these two at the moment. And there'll probably be more by the end of the next season. Mm-hmm. Um, QBs. When you look There's at no winning six games and being picked five with absolutely what 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 do we give away? We give away. We'll give you our first pick, and we'll give her our way our first two ones mm-hmm. for the next two years. Great. Where Miami go? Well, we don't have to give away our twenty you know, any more pick. We already have them mm-hmm. to give away. We don't have to sell our future as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, and you, and you look at a team like 
Uh, Philly has an ex- like Philly as an example. Like they're not going to finish low enough to, for their own pick to be in that range. But they've stockpiled all these all this draft capital that they're going to if Hurts it doesn't take a big yeah. step. Like that's another team. Like there's going to be multiple teams all gunning for these 2023 QBs in the yeah, NFL draft. So yeah, there's teams that need them this year and not, and just going to ride. And there's going to be teams next year that have starting QBs like Jalen Hurts and, and tour and that. And they might just in the end of the year, just add those two teams to the pool of teams that need quarterbacks next year. For the ones yeah. that we know this year will just roll with whoever they've got, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, yeah, it's just there. uh, there's gonna be a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks. Just and you, when we spoke the whole how we got on the whole thing, just about the whole quarterbacks, it's just like I don't want a quarterback, mm-hmm. don't want, don't want to run, definitely don't want a running back because <laughs> by the time we get good, he won't be on the team anymore. <laughs> yep, and I, do we need a wide receiver? No, I reckon we go and pick a wide receiver in the second round. As a Falcons fan, I'd rather take you know, cross it. Who yeah, the best lineman, or take another, take the best corner and stick him alongside AJ Terrell and go bang. There we go, Mm -hmm. mate. Shut down both sides of the field. Let's Mm -hmm. you know because our defense has sucked for a long time. So that's the Falcons rant. There we go. Well, it's not. I can tell you for one thing that isn't what fantasy owners want. We there we see opportunity there where uh, even within a in a mediocre offense, there's there's just nobody. If a rookie comes in as a receiver, running back in those in that offense, there's production to be had because the guys ahead of them are are not uh, intriguing. So maybe those are second round players that could be fine as well. So I know that your Falcons are definitely a spot I've kind of circled is like, all right, if a, if they land a wide receiver round two or running back in round two, or they have two second round picks, I believe. So like, yep. if they add some some uh, some players there, that's going to be interesting for as far as like instant yep. impact goes for fantasy owners. So. But that's, uh, well, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Is weighing up not not just everybody is the fantasy part of it mm-hmm. and the reality part of football. Like for the draft, for me, it's the reality side of football. Mm. Yeah. Then it is about worrying about. I worry about the fantasy stuff after the draft done. But right now, yeah, for your own team, I don't give a shit about the fantasy. <laughs> I just want my team to be good. Yes, I I hear you. That's. I'm definitely going through that same thing with the Cowboys. Like, yeah, it would be great to add a receive, uh, receiver in that first round, but in reality, there's bigger needs um, yes. for that team. So we'll we'll see how it goes. It tugs, you know, both. I've, you know, I've, both got, I've got a guy down here in the second round for you if he falls right. to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, that first round, actually. So oh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll, there, we'll see there you go. go. That's what they call it in the uh, in the in the biz a tease. So you got to keep hanging <laughs> out. G's going to drop some knowledge on you, but let's. I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, waste all the homework that you put in here to show me up on the show with all your research. So uh, you want to move, well, take a look at running backs, what the numbers yes. you saw from last year on that. Okay. Now, so the running backs, before we start, I went back and had a look at um, the running backs had to been drafted in the first round since 1980. So we'll put them in, we'll put them in 10 year slots. Okay. Mm-hmm. The amount of running backs taken between 1980, 1989, 1999 and, and so forth. So this is how the running back, has really dropped away as a uh, a known commodity, really. Mm-hmm. They've, they've become like, I used the term, yes, they've become like disposable diapers. <laughs> and they, you use it. Once it's been used, you, you turf it and you get another new one. Yeah. You know, that that's how it is. And I, I was speaking to a young guy in our gym yesterday who 
who was looking at coming to the States. He's, he'd spoken to a few schools. He's a runner. He's a big guy, big dude. Mm-hmm. Um, spoken to a few of the top schools um, in the States to get a, um, what are the, uh, yeah, education. You get, get, oh, get scholarship. A scholarship. And then the whole COVID thing hit. So unfortunately for him, it all went. So he plays, we got a few average teams here, obviously, and he, so he plays in that. Um, and we're just talking about it yesterday. And it's just, you use them up and there's, you don't want to be a running back. No. Because <laughs> when you're up for your second contract, it's just like, yeah, nice. No, we'll find somebody else in the draft or, or whatnot. Uh, for the most part, if you took, took it on averages. Yeah. But I think they really need to, maybe they have to look at, in the draft, do they change change it for how long you have a running back? It can't be the same as everybody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be a tier level of how long you have these guys for before you have to make a decision whether you want to keep them or they can move on while they're still young enough and they haven't been beaten to a pulp for what they do. Do you know what I mean? In, yeah. You can't have a... You can't have a fifth-year option on a on a running back. I, I I don't believe it's fair. Do you do you say okay? You have them for three for two years, and then you take a third year. Otherwise, you got to pay them or let them go somewhere else so they can get paid. Yeah, the the, uh, just, the, you know. the rookie contract and Mike jumped in. He said you're not. He said you're not supposed to reuse those diapers. <laughs> so uh, the NFL teams definitely don't think so. Uh, but yeah, we were. I think you and I were talking about this like in a conversation, like same thing. Like yeah, I think for the for running backs they should almost have like their own like rules you know like these rookie contracts really do a disservice to that position because you literally get used up for four years five years if you you know if you're good and you were in the first round and they picked up your option but you don't really get paid and then by the time you're you hit that even if you came in young let's say your four-year rookie contract you came in at 21 years old you know you're already what 25 26 and someone's not giving you you know you'll be lucky if you get five mil a year over no, a year or two more, and then you're yeah. done. It's over. Well, look, and- look at now, we're talking about Kamara and all these guys in the mix, and they're only 26 now. And people are saying, ah, just, just move on and get somebody. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> Soil diaper. That's Soil that's uh... diaper. Okay, so what I looked at, okay, in nine, between 80 and 89, 51 running backs went in the first round. Between 1999, 34. So here we go. Wisen up already. <laughs> 2000 to 2009, 27. So we're we're almost in within the space of three years. We're all, three short of being half of what mm-hmm. it was in the uh, the previous uh, two decades. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 2010 to 2019, 16. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so and then the last it's only been the last what 2020 to 2022 has been six. And this year is probably going to be zero. Yeah. And, and honestly, I'm surprised that he's even – that six even seems like – It seems high. high. You know, yeah, yeah it does. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, this year should – it will more than likely be zero. You never know. Uh, you know, we might get a Rashad Penny type situation again. Um, you know, surprise, surprise. But, uh, yeah, man, it's – that's the thing with – when you calibrate this stuff, I I – I wasn't, I would say like one of the things that I've really tried to integrate in my own rookie evaluation is truly draft capital, right? Like if, if I think a guy is great or everyone thinks he's great, but he was taken in the fourth round, you know, that's got to mean something, right? That's got to be a, a, a hit towards him, right? But for but for running backs, it's like you got to calibrate it a little bit more. Like if a running back's taken around two, that's good draft yeah. capital for a running yeah. back. 
yeah. you know, if he's taking it around for, for a receiver, that might be too late for me. Like if it's, you know, it's not, it's more neutral than it would be for other positions. Um, yeah. You know, so round two, round three is great draft capital for running back. Round one is, yeah, like I think you demonstrated there, almost all get becoming unheard of for yes. the most part, unless you get these blue chip guys. Um, and then we've even seen them, you know, some of the our best running backs still leak into round two because the position just is not valued. So yeah, yeah, without doubt. So what I uh, down here we had eleven taken in the in the uh, eleven of the running backs in the top forty eight. I looked at because my when I printed them out my piece of paper on the second page stopped at 48. So <laughs> and 48 is probably going too far. A to peek be behind the scientific curtain there. It is. <laughs> but my paper cut off. So well, cut off, but that was it. So yeah, that, that's what it is. So um, no, actually it was 51, but three guys are no longer in the system this year. So that, and that's gotcha. Freeman, uh, Sony, uh, Michelle uh, and Devontae Booker. So the free agents. So I didn't include them. So we had, um, uh, we had 11 in the top 48 were first round picks. We had nine in the second, uh, third round picks was 10. So there we go. That's outside of the first, the third round seems to be a good place to, to look at tight end if in fantasy wise, mm-hmm. um, eight of them were picked in the fourth round. Two of them were picked in the fifth, two in the sixth. One in the seventh, and we had five undrafted free agents. <laughs> there you go. If so tell see- me the highest undrafted free agent in last who scored the highest in last year's fantasy on fantasy pros. Oh man. <coughs> I, I take it this had probably I should have actually I should have actually said if this was PP I I think it was PPR just because of how how high he is. So yeah. undrafted undrafted free undrafted agent. Free agent, the highest. Oh man. I wish I knew my red dress. What is AFC or NFC? Just give me that. No, I'm not gonna give you anything. You're not gonna uh, give me that? Oh dude. I, that, someone we knows someone we knows was really disappointed in the quarterback that they took two years ago, but now he's pretty happy. <laughs> oh no, I don't no, it threw me off even more. I uh, when I hear undrafted free agent running back, I'm like, James Robinson. The end. I, like, is that is it James Robinson? No, no, Austin Eckler. Oh, dang it, dang it! I was gonna say that. Oh, I just thought for sure that Eckler was drafted. I was like, no way he went undrafted, right? Shoot, I would have looked so smart if I would have just said it. It was it was on tip of my tongue. If you would have given me freaking AFC, I would have been like, good enough. Yeah, <laughs> Eckler. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, uh, okay, and so who was the who's the lowest? In the top fifty guys, mm. now take Mark Ingram doesn't include because because of his age. We'll leave him out, so we'll stick to the guys that have been in the league for a couple of years. So they're still young and relatively, okay, you know, haven't been beaten up that much. Mm. Who was the lowest that was taken at number one in the first round? And he, he was he was number forty six. Running back forty six, and it's and not Sony Michelle. It's not Sony Michelle because you took him no. out. Yeah, I took him out because he's now a free agent. Okay. Uh oh man, I'm gonna go. I don't want to drag drag this. Let's see. We'll go with. Dang it. Let's go with. Uh... Man, a Clyde Edwards Elaire. <laughs> yes. There we go. Shoot. If I would have just had Eckler, would have been just banging this home. Shoot. Nice. All right. Ceh, baby. 
Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not exciting because I own him in too many leagues, but yeah. uh, let's hope for some bounce back there. <laughs> Basically is what you're looking at that you probably want to pick up your running backs no later than that the guys are drafted in round, no later than round four, mm-hmm. you know, preferably probably round three. Two to three seems to be pretty good. You know, nine and 10, they, 20, they make up, what, 19 of the guys. So, yeah. yeah. Well, so. and we'll, uh, we'll obviously, we'll, I don't want to the gummy, we'll get to these other positions too, but I think uh, there's at least some numbers there. While not, you know, the hit rates obviously are going to be super, super low. You know, at least there are some guys that are still relevant and we don't know where these guys are necessarily, but like there are some undrafted guys still. So yeah. I, I think if you're going to take some dart throws, taking it on this position for me is usually um, a route that I go just because there's usually, even though, uh, you know, teams only are generally using one or two, the path to get there, you know, yeah. injuries in front of them. So you see these guys get at least opportunities to be started, start a bowl um, at, yeah. one, at some point. So that to be docky. Good deal. Oh, you're all good. Can't Campy finally showed up. He hey, on my posts. He said, Hi. "So glad you could get Grandpa to finish his lunchtime nap early to join you." So hey, he must be talking about he, you. He must have woken up his hamster. He got it running on the treadmill because he's in the the boondocks out there where he lives, mate. Well, he, he's like city out there. He's obviously not trying to butter you up for a trade in uh no, in revolution no. league or anything. This guy is just uh, taking shots here. Uh, so. <laughs> It, it's it's talking about the like the running backs in in this class. We we'll, we'll might as well talk about them while while we're here uh, on on the running back subject. Mm-hmm. But outside of the top two, which my top two are uh, at the same as everybody else, you know, Bruce Hall and 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 um, and Walker. Um, the I'd probably say they are probably maybe not so much reliant on where they fall because of the talented guys in their own right. Mm-hmm. Mate, everybody else is, you know, landing spot dependent. Yeah. Really it, landing spot dependent. It's it, it definitely feels like that uh, whenever I see these things tiered out, it's like if everyone could put an empty tier in between like those two and the rest of the crop, it feels like that's that's what's going yeah. on here. Like there, there's not much debate. I haven't really seen too many people – add a third running back to that group it, it, it really is at those, those two and as we're mapping this out you know we uh you know our first round you know within a few days from now everyone's going to be putting their rankings together jumping in the rookie drafts and everything i mean we we should we shall not forget the years of uh you know Keyshawn vaughn and trey and you know and sermon from a year ago these guys that land you think are you know no they weren't really getting a lot of hype they drafted to a place you think there's opportunity and then they start shoving their way into the first round of our rookie drafts. And, you know, so landing spot definitely makes a difference, but I think we need to make sure that we're not getting too ahead of ourselves uh, depending on what we see this upcoming weekend. Um, because man, I think there's those traps are, those can, those can ruin your team. You know, I, I know I have a team. I took sermon last year at the one twelve one QB league was thrilled. thought I was, you know, living large had all these offers for him. I'm like, no, 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 I can't go up such a prime piece such as Trey <laughs> Sermon. And now I'm sitting there. I have my running backs are crap, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, man, I, I can't, I can't trade this guy for a bag of beans right now. So it's, uh, 
Yeah, you, you got to be careful, but it's going to be interesting. Landing Look, that's going to happen this year too, Carl. Oh, is it it, it, because because the the class is not there's well even like um, from every position, like the draft itself. You listen to experts, and a lot of them say like there's some guys that there's only fourteen guys in in the first round in this whole draft. They give a first draft grade to. Yeah. You know, yep. where other years has been like twenty five. Someone was saying it's like they had twenty four last year. Now it's only fourteen, or or whatever. So you start to think, well, he's how, how many of those are running backs? Well, zero. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You yep. know what I mean? How many are wide receivers? Maybe, geez, maybe maybe none as well because yep. there is, and everybody's gone over there. There is no Jamar Chase to me. There's mm-hmm. no Waddle, mm-hmm. and you look at the quarterbacks, and people are going, well. If David Mills came out this year, he'd be the number one quarterback on the list. <laughs> but people, but this is what's going to happen is in our draft is we're still, people are still going to take it. Yeah. People are still going to draft Malik Willis in the first round of your dynasty rookie drafts or, um, mm. you know, um, people are still going to be taking this year's Trey Sermon in the first round because people are going to go, well, I'd rather take a pun on a running back and get him worked than taking a pun on a, a wide receiver, I'm a little bit different. I'd rather take a punt on the wide receiver, you know, because I, I look at them a lot more. Mm. Um, yeah, it's – that, that position, that position lends itself to that, though, because, yeah. like you said, they you want to take a shot. They're so hard to come by, and if you if you get lucky, you hit on one. You know, if, that, yeah. if that's Michael Carter instead of Trey Sermon getting hyped, you know, then, you know, people aren't so mad, you know. Yeah. But, like, it, it's just because it really bombed and – it happens, so it's going to happen this year as well. And we're going to be yeah. talking about the same thing next year. Yeah, can't wait. I love looking <laughs> back at rookie drafts like four months in, or even two months into the season. Like, holy crap, what were we thinking? Yeah. You know, like so. in, in, in one draft in uh, a league that I won this year, I had the eighth pick from last year, and I and and um, Chase fell to me at eight. Heck yeah! Like, That's <laughs> like what the you know? Like was the class really that good last year compared yeah. to like this year? Yeah. He'd he'd be he'd probably be. Oh, he! I mean, heck, he's the he's like the one hundred and one in startups almost right now. Like, yeah, yeah, contention. You know, top three, pretty much overall, like uh, consensus outside of non superflex. Like, it pretty crazy how much that's changed in in a year when he was outside the top three ADP. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you know, rookie drafts last year. So, so um, one of your questions before we move on from running backs was, uh, was it like landings? Like my favorite land landing spots for for guys so i yeah so some of the questions i threw your way that you already uh poo-pooed on every time i get you're always like i get you on you're like hey you available yeah for sure let's do the show uh you got any notes yeah here's the things i want to cover all right i hate those ideas let's do yeah. this <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yeah, damn aj must put up with a lot of crap over there but oh, one, yeah, of the, one of the yeah, questions yeah. was uh, the perfect landing spot player team that you would like to see happen this weekend. It could okay. be, and it could be NFL perspective, fantasy perspective. I know you watch a ton of these guys. Um, yeah. I, on the other hand, just cheat off everybody else's paper. Um, it's like I'm back in school. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, I appreciate the insight as a, from a football perspective or fantasy perspective. So did you have a guy that as we're talking running yeah. backs here that came to mind? Yeah. Look, um, from a, from a fantasy point of view, um, it, look, it won't happen. So what I, I looked at offensive lines. Like, who's got a good offensive line they could do with a running back and they could 
brief haul to the Washington, what do they call these days? Commanders, the I guess. Yeah. Monuments or commanders or, or whatever they're called. Like you look at their offense, they, they are ranked number five by uh, Pro Football Focus, the uh, best offensive line. They, they lost a few guys during the year and guys that worked in really well, but they were more ended up grading higher as, as pass defenders and run defenders. But if they get the core together and – Mate, I don't care that Antonio Gibson's there. I, I don't even think Washington know what to do with Antonio Gibson, to be honest, because when he came out, I remember um, AJ was on the clock. And he goes, what do you think of Antonio Gibson? He goes, what do you think? I said, mate, I don't know what he is. Mm-hmm. Like I saw him as a wide receiver and I said, mate, he's got no burst. And then I saw him as a running back and I said, he, he still doesn't – he's like he's like this guy that's in between that doesn't know – He's like a transgender. I don't know what I'm going to, you know, my man. I, you know, um, I shouldn't say that these days. There you so go. <laughs> incorrect, but you know what I mean. But, but it's like I don't know. I don't know what he was, and I still. Mm-hmm. And then they took him, and everybody loved him. But I, I don't even think Washington know how to use him or what yeah. he is. He's, he's not a running back. He's not a wide receiver. I think that'd be like he. Bruce Hall would come in, and within one game you'd work out that Brees Hall's the new running back in in what and behind that lot behind that line. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, you know, I'd I'd like to see that. I think that could be really good for but I I look at you look at their draft uh and it, that's not going to happen. They're not picking in the spot where they're going to get him. Mm-hmm. Um so the the reality would be and I did have my notes here who would where would be what I'd like to see from a reality point of view is either Walker or Brees Hall ending up in Buffalo. Because I really like right. Buffalo football team, mm-hmm. and I'd really like to see him win and go all the way, and and for for everything for that for that city and that they've been <laughs> through. Like what was it with with Kelly? Was how many did they lose in a row? Oh, four, four in a row. Four? I think. Yeah, yeah whatever it was. Just I, I'd like to. I, he's he's the final piece in the offense. One of those two is just because we know that who they have it there at the moment is just mm-hmm. they aren't the piece that they need. Now, from a fantasy point of view, that wouldn't be great because we know that when it gets inside five, there's one person running the football. And that's the biggest dude on behind the offensive line. Yeah. And that's Josh Allen. But I think outside of that, you can't keep Josh Allen can't keep doing what he's doing and keep, you know, eventually we saw with Cam Newton, everybody said, oh, he's a big guy, he'll be fine. But in the end, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I think, Buff, yeah, if you get someone like that there, from a football point of view, I, that's where I'd like to see one of those two guys end up. Gotcha. Yeah, I think you're gonna. You mentioned like if if it happened, you know, if the chips fell that way and Hall went to what like Washington as an example, like that's gonna happen. With you know, we saw you know these guys. Everyone thinks of all the perfect landing spots, but we're gonna see scenarios where guys go where you don't think it's ideal, right? And sometimes yeah. it ends up still being a great situation. Um, but we're going to see players that are going to get their fantasy value zapped, whether it be rookies not having the instant impact that you might have hoped for projected uh, yep. and veterans that you thought, hey, they have a clear path. And then, you know, I, I think I forget who it was. I forget who it was, but some I well, saw a mock draft today and they had Tennessee taking a receiver in round one. I don't remember. I don't remember who the receiver was, but regardless. Right. Like that's a low passing volume offense. You have A.J. Yeah. Brown. They just got Robert Woods. If your hope is that those two guys can be fantasy relevant, you sure as hell don't want them going receiver in round one. And if you have, if you're high on a receiver, you don't necessarily want him going there. Uh, you know, a la Bateman last year as an example. Like 
he was a first round pick, but went to an offense that isn't really chucking the ball, you know, 700 times. So yeah. like, it's going to happen. These things are going to, are going to trickle down, but uh, you never know. So I think, I think we've seen over the years, the guys that end up in what appear to be less than ideal spots. But if you just follow the talent, you know, I think that'll, you know, I think you look back at like AJ Brown, we'll go back to Tennessee when he was drafted by Tennessee, people were kind of like, ah, you know, I don't really like that landing spot. Well, eventually he showed up because he's a monster. Right. And I think you're yeah. going to see the same thing with Elijah Moore. You know, we saw flashes of that despite him being on the jets. So yeah. I think you got to follow the talent a little bit too. Yeah. I think in one mock, I saw them taking trail and Burks. They had him placed at Tennessee. Like, do you, do you want the, to me, Traylon Burks is a slower version, even though he plays quick, of, of AJ Brown. They're the same guy, big, physical, run after the catch sort of guys. Mm. Is that? Do you want two of the same? On your right. <laughs> Maybe they do, but um, yeah, we create these perfect scenarios where it's like all these complementary pieces that fit real nice, and there's enough yeah. to go around, and there's not too many mouths. And it's, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Like we're gonna see this, you know, because the NFL teams don't give a crap about that. You know, they want talent. So yes, we'll see. But uh, okay. let's keep this so, thing moving. Let's go receivers. Yeah, wide receivers. So we're at the wide receivers. Who have we got? So I did the top was uh, the top fifty. Okay. Okay. So good. You're paid. The, the printer let that happen, huh? Printer went to fifty one, mate. <laughs> Man, bonus. I know, yeah. but who did I scrub out? Cole Beasley. Oh, damn. The Beasles. Well, he's not vaccinated. These are all the vaccinated Beasles. players. He's not vaccinated. We crossed them off. Okay, so we had 14 guys in the top 50 that went in the first round. 14 from the second round, drafted in the second. We had six that were drafted in the third. One drafted in the fourth. Six drafted in the fifth. Two drafted in the second. No one drafted in the seventh made the top 50. Mm. And we had seven who were undrafted free seven agents. Seven undrafted. Seven. Oh, okay. Because so I will go, okay, who's seven? Who was the highest undrafted highest. free agent in the top 50 from last season? Oh, man. Who was the highest undrafted mm. free agent? Could be his oh. last season. What's up? Could be his last season. Last season. It could be. It could be. Like last year was his last season or this no, year? No, this year could be his last season. Uh, like, he's far closer to the end, like far closer to the end than the beginning. Shoot. Adam Thielen? You're on fire, dude. <laughs> Let's go. Good work. Good Let's go. Man, all right, completely blind. Just <laughs> didn't even know I was okay. going to have to do with this. Okay, now the, I, I was going to say the the two lowest guys here that were taken in the first round mm-hmm. would would be, but injuries. Mm-hmm. Hopkins and AJ Green's just old. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, so take those two guys out. The guy that finished thirty fifth that was taken in the first round. So he's the lowest first rounder outside of those two guys. Uh, and drafty. I'm gonna go, and you didn't exclude anybody else. So even like young no. like rook, rookies are in here. No, rookies are in here. Uh, Devonta Smith. No. Oh damn. <laughs> no, Brandon Ayuk. Brandon Ayuk. All right. Yeah. Dang. Thirty-five. All right. All right. Yeah. 
I obviously in kill Harry didn't make the cut on the top 50 or whatever. So <laughs> no, no. So who was before we who was the who was the highest? Um no, hold on, let me have a look. I know who the fourth we round had, wide receiver had, was had, that was in there. We had three guys that were taken in the fifth round of drafts in the top ten. In the top ten. So that had to be two of them. So that had to be Tyreek Hill. Yes, but, but that was, you know, Carrick and Yeah, yeah. And, and it was, ah, wasn't, ah, you missed too many games probably. Antonio Brown. No. Damn. Uh, what? Shoot. Ah, uh, I was going to say the name that it keeps going in my mind is Keenan Allen, but I don't know what drop no. round he was picked. No. Yeah, third. Oh, shoot. All right. He, yeah, too good. Too good. Too um, good. Fifth round pick. Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, Stephen Diggs. Diggs, okay. Oh, yeah, shoot. Yep. Diggs, that, and the cool. other one uh, was a fast rise, uh, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. <laughs> shoot, I should have known that one. Diggs, Diggs is a good one, yeah. too. So, all right, so what, I, I got I got the easy one, I guess, knowing Tyreek Hill, but because that, that was obvious. So, what we've learned from this is what? So if anybody is drafted in the seventh round, one, don't draft him in your rookie, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or even in the fourth. So, mm. any one of the top 50 was mm-hmm. a round pick in the draft yeah. so the sweet spot is well the first and the second obviously without mm-hmm. a doubt mm-hmm. um and i think that's just because i think you get a lot more opportunities of wide receiver mate we see wide receivers in the league for 10 years and it's just like mate, how do you just go from team to team and if you're a running back you'd be gone after yeah. after halfway through your rookie they go no this guy's no good mm-hmm. but for some mate wives just make one great catch <laughs> you're, and you're in. I'll bring it out of him. I'll bring it out of him. Was it uh was the was the fourth round wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown? Was it was it him? Highest fourth round guy. Or the He's one guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just testing my own draft memory at this point. But yeah, 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 I think I think the interesting thing that jumped out to me, and obviously, like, you know, uh you guys at home could go even further back and and things, but the thing that jumps out to me is that the first and second round result like the amount of receivers from the first and second were that close i would have kind of expected like a little bit more of an edge to first round i mean i think enough receivers go in the first round it's not like running backs right where it's like oh yeah there was only two because there's not any drafted there right but in for receivers there's plenty of guys that are still drafted in the first round obviously there are a lot in the second as well but for that to to be fairly even last year uh i think that second round draft capital is still pretty strong you know you want to you want to see that we saw that last year with with plenty of guys um, you know, you never want to think of the, you know, the Denzel Mims of the world, but uh, there's still really good options there in round two. Yeah. In the NFL and even, even round three, like uh, five of the top 16 wide receivers were third round picks. So we uh, we got Godwin, Lockett, Keenan Allen, Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson, Cooper Cup. Yep. So Godwin you know, was a third rounder. Good. Holy crap. I thought yeah. it was a second rounder. Dude, man, somebody just, they were thieving there. That's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. Nuts. That's awesome. No, but I don't yeah. think that, I don't think people people weren't talking Cooper. Isn't it amazing? People weren't talking about. And this is this is what I find funny about Twitter mm-hmm. is that everybody's coming out now and letting you know about how good they were at picking these guys. <laughs> like, telling you a lot, mate. It's just yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of narcissists using Twitter. Yeah, you know. I think uh, before we move on to tight ends, real quick, Mike in the chat said, "Do you, do any year three receivers get moved?" So draft day trades, like I know Rager has been tossed around a bit as a name that maybe Philly's just bailing on. Um, 
I, I think that we always see like one or two trades. It feels like for some of these fringe roster guys or teams, you know, wanting to just move on. So that is another thing to consider, you know, when we're talking about, you know, some of these shifts, if Philly, you know, if Philly adds a receiver now to that group, I don't love it because one, I don't think there's enough passes to go around, but it's kind of like, it seems starting to feel a little full when your quarterback's name is Jalen Hurts. But if they trade Rager and add a guy, maybe it's a little bit more interesting, but um, I think those draft day trades are going to be interesting. I, I can't think of anybody else off the top of my head um, that could get moved. I know Inkeel Harry has been on the trade block for like seven years um, and no one wants him. So. Uh, yeah. You know. uh, mate, mate, what about, what about a lot? Like, there was talk about like a Tyler Lockett or like DK. Yeah. I don't know about DK. Like why yeah. would you get rid of DK for, for what? What are you going to get? Just going to make your team better. They, I mean, if yeah. Seattle, if Seattle's sitting there looking yeah. like, yeah, they what want the, they so, want the Tyreek Hill, uh, Devontae Adams uh, deals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, plus, yeah. plus probably because DK's, you know, got some years on them. Uh, oh, yeah. So I, I, it would be great to see Lockett move. I know he's not a 30 receiver we're talking about. I think that would, I mean, if they if they could let him be free, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, how old's Lockett? He's probably only. Oh, I, I think he's, I think he's 29. Young. I think he's, he's 29. 29. Yeah. Is he that, is he that old? But mate, he's he's one of those guys. I don't think that age will not weary them. Is the saying that we have here for the, our Anzacs, which was the other day. He's one of those guys that he'll play well into his, you know, like thirty-two. Yeah, he's he'll be he he'll be lost, uh, he thirty in September. Anything. He hasn't lost anything. Yeah, he's he's been great. I wish that yeah. uh, he'd get an opportunity somewhere else. Yes, yeah. we'll find out. But uh, all right, you got you got tight end numbers, and we're uh, pro, we're 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 getting in on the uh, the Aussie time here. Uh, That's as far right, as how man. long your guys' show always is. So I'm uh, no, <laughs> uh, running an hour. We're not even up to. We yeah. had Matt Warman on where, at an hour forty-five. We kept him for. Yeah, I, yeah, I uh, forgot to mention. I was going to mention that at the top, and I got distracted by stinking Mad Max questions. Um, but uh, if you guys didn't check out the Aussie Guys podcast, AJ uh, fired up the old computer machine and posted it as a podcast too. So if you oh, check out you. Aussie Guys NFL. Uh, or on YouTube, you can find it. But the Matt Waldman show with AJ and G was was a good listen. I I watched the first part of it, and on my big screen TV downstairs, we were talking TVs yeah. off air before. I watched you guys on the big screen, uh, and uh, it was so, pretty funny because I might have been if I'm on your uh, big screen. There was a there was a dog. I I never I don't know if this has ever happened before, but I saw a dog hop up oh, on the couch. I dog next yeah, to you, it and it sits next to me on the couch. The thing won't shut up, so it rub its <laughs> belly. And it's happy as Larry, mate. Just yeah. like, uh, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> but you, so you were a true fun. professional. You did not lose concentration. You're like, uh, you're just letting Waldman have it, right? You're bringing the hard questions. Uh, so. gonna, he, mate, he was fantastic. Like, we yes. got to where we are now. And I said, look, I've got six guys here that you pick which one you want to talk about, Matt. And he goes, let's talk about all six. Yeah. So yeah. that's just what he does. Um, awesome, I think bro. he appreciates that. Um, like, I looked at, like, 45 wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And I was told yesterday by Memphis, I probably looked at 25 too many. But <laughs> yes. it might be right, but I, I enjoy doing it, you know. And you're always looking always looking for that that guy that everybody's missing. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, we should talk about wide receivers with the question you had before, landing spots Yep. Um, as well. So um, as far as wide receivers go, in the reality part of, of, of it, um, Man, I'd like to see someone like Traylon Burks land in Dallas. You know, yeah. you, you have the C D Lamb. You got you got guys that work can well C D Lamb can work 
pretty much wherever he wants. Mm-hmm. But, but you've got the intermediate to to um, to short, all sort of covered. He's a big physical guy. You know, people say, can I get off prep? Mate, I saw him plenty of times do everything you need a wide receiver to do, and I don't care that he ran. What did he run? Four, six, something? Yeah, four, six, yeah. I couldn't give a shit. Couldn't, yeah. mate. You can watch him play, and he's running away from guys, mm-hmm. you know, on tape. Yeah, yeah. You get, I, he's, you know, a, he's a big receiver. It's like, and I know some of these guys, you put in like, and some of these bigger guys are still putting up great 40 times, but it's kind of like, you know, I, I think he's, I wouldn't be, he's definitely fallen. Like I've seen him now dropping out of like that tier. Like now it's a bit, he's, it's been like just the four guys uh, yep. kind of consensus in that top tier. He, he's been like bounced and like, you know, before the combine Burks was one oh one for a lot of people at, at the receiver yeah. position. So he's my number two. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I, I would love to see him in Dallas just because I think that he would fit well into what they need, like you said. And for my own selfish reasons, I would love for them to that. That would kind of force them like, all right, play CD a little bit more inside. Yep. Um, and I think he'd, he'd fit anywhere, but I'd love to see him inside a little bit more. And that if they went and got somebody else, you know, uh, you know, that was more of an inside receiver specialist that then that forces CD to go outside. So, yeah, um, but, but you see, yeah. you'd have interchangeable guys. You'd have you could you can play Burks run in the inside and just get yeah, just get yards after the catch and just mm-hmm. let him go. He'll mm-hmm. mow people down, mm-hmm. and you can play. You can swap them. You just yeah. yeah, you'd have so many different concepts you could use if you had someone like that. But I have seen fantasy wise, and this guy, he's he's my, my I'm the only person who's got him at number one because I sort of for fantasy wise, I like to project that what he might become and mm-hmm. I'd rather, you know, and I'm going to get him lower down in, in fantasy drafts and hope that he becomes because every year that he's played football, he's gotten a bit bigger. He's gotten quicker. He's understood the game more. He's just got better at all the little increments every year than someone who's been exactly the same. He's good, but he's been the same player in college for the last three years. Maybe that's, he can't go any further. And you, you hope that that translates now the NFL and he's, but sometimes it doesn't, you know. Mm. But Christian Watson, he's my number one receiver because I just think this guy can learn so much more and become such a better re- receiver. Um, but, mate, I had him down at the Cowboys too on the outside. And I have seen him mock to the Cowboys in the second round, mm. which would be good, um, just because of his speed. Like, what, 4-3-8? I think he yeah. one of his times he clocked like 4.2 something, you know, and then they, they work an aggregate, what, however yeah. it works. But yeah. the dude's quick. He's like 6'4", you know, 204 pounds. What is he, 200-something pounds? Mm-hmm. He can carry another 10 pounds on his frame and still be quick. He's gotten quicker as a receiver. Um, he wasn't even – I think he was like – when he came out of high school, he's 501 on wow. the – yeah. Wow. And now he's been talked about he could go in the first round. I, I saw him uh it was uh Thor Nystrom's mock draft. That was where I saw the ten I think it was uh the Tennessee had mocked there, but I saw uh that he gave him to uh he gave your boy to Kansas City well, in the first that's, round. That's, he's my number that's my number one spot for yeah. him to land at. If if, he, if that happens, you sure as hell ain't getting him late because he will skyrocket upwards. He, I bet you, I bet you, I mean, if you're, cause there are some teams in the early part of that draft, like the Jets draft to whoever they, if they draft a receiver, that guy's going to drop, you know, down, yep. down boards. 
if if your guy goes to Kansas City, he could oh. legit be the one one in rookie draft ADP. Like I that could happen, you know. Yeah. So I've seen yeah, Green Bay there too. I had him at number like one it. like three months ago, and I just mm-hmm. told a group of friends that you know, I've just guys that we, we play fantasy with. Mm-hmm. I'm not into putting it up on Twitter and say, "Hey, this is my top." Five. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just not what I do. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's been my number one, and I don't think anybody else has him at number one. So. No, I think it's going to be. Uh, you've definitely been talking. I know you. Uh, in, in one of our chats, you put that out there months ago that this was yeah. gonna, this was your guy and uh so we want to make I'm glad that made the show for one the but I'm hoping the he, I'm hoping he yeah 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 so they're, they're the two um so tight ends yep. um what have we got for tight ends sorry mate let's keep this keep this ball moving I'm gonna find all my pieces of paper bloody hell what have we got we got two base Jesus, hell, I've got hey man, you still did more research than I did for this because, but I, I appreciate it. <laughs> okay, tight tight ends. Okay, yeah. so uh, I looked at eighteen. That's mm-hmm. probably eighteen too. No, it's eighteen too many. Yep, 13, damn right. 13 too many. Yeah. But, okay, so as far as tight ends go, well, we know we're not going to have too many in the first round because no one really takes tight ends. It happens. We'll yeah, unless like, you're the Lions. Yep. But yeah, um, but Kyle Pitts is a you know. <laughs> He'd be the number one wide receiver probably in this class if he came out. Um, we had three at num- in the first round. We had six in the second, four in the third, two in the fourth. Sorry about that. Let it ring. It's probably my boss saying where the where the yeah probably the get your ass uh, in here. Five in the second. I don't even know where my phone is. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's under all the paper. It's a private number. It's probably the girlfriend. Oh. Um, <laughs> and one in the sixth. So second, third round is where you. are where where they go mainly so um so what did we have who's the low who's the oh jeepers who's the who's the highest who's the highest tight end he was taken in the fifth round mm, highest tight end that was taken yeah. in the fifth round last year uh oh shoot no he wasn't that late was he yeah, he was. And was it? Was it? Was it? Uh... He's going oh, bald. He's going bald. Very thin hair. Going bald. <laughs> I think he's going to go bald. He's got really thin. Going hair. bald. Oh man, now you got me. He's not going bald, but he's really thin. Uh, was it Kelsey? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, I was uh, say, man, I'm pretty... Kittle. George Kittle. It's Kittle. Oh, he yeah. was a fifth rounder. He was oh, fifth round pick. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. That's crazy. I knew. I know a lot of those guys at the top, like you know, were not all high end, uh, high end ads, but uh, or draft picks. But yeah, okay, Kittle in the fifth. All right, gotcha. All right, you had a, you had a couple of other questions for me. Yeah. So uh, so we already went. So I'll just go through these if we got them over. If we if you have more to add, that's fine. But uh, as we're looking ahead to this weekend's draft. Player that interests you the most in the class, so whatever position, however you want to take this, but the player that interests you the most, who who is who is that for you in this in this? Well, we already spoke. Well, already spoke about it, and that was yeah, that's my yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chris Watson, probably the guy that interests me the most because he's interested me for since I watched him, just thinking what he can be. But yeah, mate, there's there's like there's a few there's a few other guys. I'm really I really like I put them down as wild card guys. You know, like take one Thornton. Who ran the quickest at the? But he's just not a fast guy. But unfortunately, speed at the combine means 
you're not going to do much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, it's like a death nail, isn't yeah. it, really? Mm-hmm. You know, um, guys like that, but probably probably more so the, the running back position that guys that aren't being spoke about that interests me is someone, um, I think Zamir White's sort of been brought up a little bit, but I, mm. at the moment or the talks about like his um, his running partner in, in, in Cook, Mm-hmm. Who he shared the backfield with, like, yeah. is is Cook good? Yeah, I like Cook, but he reminds me very much of who's the guy that the that the Steelers picked up last year. He's got speed. Um, I can't remember his name. I should look at running up. back. Yeah, running back. Oh, they picked him up last year. It was a later round pick, and he was quick, but he's, he he takes it to the to the corner a lot. Um, but I I really like Zamir White. I, I just just everything about him. He didn't unfortunately you don't get to see him a lot. So the the numbers aren't big if you're into analytics because he's sharing a backfield. Right. You yeah. know? Um, mm-hmm. but I think someone he could and I've just there was one more guy, and you'd think that with all these pieces of paper here that I would have <laughs> had it ready to go. Um sorry, mate. I should have I, I did have it. Someone that we could like someone like Spiller, Isaiah Spiller. See, see, that that was the name that I had on my list because I think that's going to be a difference maker there. He was he's still the three in a lot of places that he's I'm more third. That I yeah, right. He's more but he was a clear he's the clear third. But I when I this whole process started, it was while he was the clear third, it was still close enough to Hall and Walker, and now it feels like he's dropped back into the pack because he ran a four a four three forty at his pro day. Yeah, but I think he outside of the first two, that's when you start to he's the third guy, but he becomes landing spot dependent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's where okay, now we've we've stepped down to the next level of of guys. Mm-hmm. Where the first two, I think, you know, with the talent that they've got. I watched the first two guys I watched and I just said, mate, it's just yeah. You know, I, I sent our mate Jerry, because he's a Spartan, you know, uh yep. a walker, I just sent him a picture of a a hooker going, me love you long time, you know, <laughs> as the gift I sent him, you know, it's just, yeah. And, and take away the pass catching stuff. He doesn't do it. But if you, if you look at Bruce Hall, I think he caught like 80 odd passes in, you know, and most of them were just like the quick dumps off from the quarterback. But mm-hmm. when you actually see these guys actually catch the football, like downfield, the, they have great hand position. They know how to catch the football. It's not like a lot of guys just, just put it into my body, and if it doesn't hit in this area, <laughs> yeah, outside my, you know, outside my, my zone where these mm-hmm. guys are. The other running back that I, I'm really keen about is Kennedy Brooks out of Oklahoma, 5'11", okay. 109. Um, I don't know why more people aren't talking about him. I think for the fact that he's the most patient guy behind the back of the line I see in this class. And but it's not patience like I'm I'm waiting for a big hole to open up. He's just and he's never stops moving. It's 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 actually if you go back and have a look, you won't see it in the highlights. You have to watch the game film, obviously. Um, but just the way he moves across the line, it's just he flows across this waiting. And as soon as anything opens up, and he's very good at picking which way his blockers are going to block and which way the defenders are coming in the angles and all that. And what lanes to pick? The only problem he lacks, he he lacks that that true burst. Like he can get through the hole, mm-hmm. but there are times where 
the, the holes there. And he, if he had that burst, he'd be into the secondary before you knew it. But because he doesn't have that burst, the hole can close right at, right at the end. It's like watching, you know, any Star Wars movie in the Fly the Millennium Falcon and things are closing and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not No, you don't make it. Sorry, dude. Mm. It, it doesn't happen. That's the end of the Millennium Falcon and Han Solo. But um, I, I, I really like him as someone to watch where, where he lands. If he got behind a good offensive line, mm. He could be he could be really good because he's got everything working for him except he just he doesn't have that real bang, you know. He yeah. has he has he has enough, but just he's probably one step short, if you know what I mean, of being to pop off a lot more. So gotcha. Yeah, it's I was uh that's a name, honestly. And as somebody that's uh cramming for the exam, you know, I've been listening to a ton of draft content as much as I can get my hands on the last few weeks uh it just is what it is you know i'm i just haven't had the time this year and it's not my my not my area of expertise that's a name i haven't heard um much of but uh three three straight thousand yard seasons opted out in 2020 so he's a little he's a little bit older but uh and cut playing in oklahoma expect you know numbers but that's uh that's an interesting name we'll see if he makes his way even in round four wouldn't be you know maybe that's uh, he gets enough draft capital too to add on to that uh, sleeper appeal, so that'd be interesting. But go, go and have a look at the Texas game. Just what's the what's what's the whole game like? The whole offense, you know. Mm-hmm. You go and watch it. Don't just look at the highlights of him. Go and watch that game, mate. He's just he destroys Texas. Destroys. And I thought, man, this guy's got burst. He's got everything. But then I watched a, a couple of other games, and I've spoken with this when I speak with Matt Waldman about. It's going to sound funny, but camera angles at the ground mm-hmm. can be dis- really deceptive about how well a guy actually moves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even uniforms can make guys look different. And it sounds ridiculous, but, yeah, um, I think the camera angle made him look a lot faster than he was because when you sort of raise the camera and look down, he doesn't look as explosive as, it's, it's it, you know, mm-hmm. it, it might just be me and my... <laughs> the way my brain, my brain works, but um, yeah, yeah with the Texas game, you go, Oh my god, how's no one talking about this guy? Then you go watch a bit more footage, you go, Okay, I can see the start yeah. to see a few more flaws in in why, yeah, cool. But there's one, there's, there's a couple of people for you anyway, mate. So interesting stuff. Uh, I know you touched on a lot of these throughout. Um, the last, the one that the only the last thing I had to hear just from my uh, from these questions that got sprinkled yeah. through here. Perfect landing spot, perfect team player team. I I picked two that I thought yes. could potentially happen. So, and I want your thoughts on these guys, I guess, or if I'm nuts. I am not a Bears fan, but I live in Chicago, obviously. So, like, or area. So, like, I want. I am. I had to just sit here and watch this team do nothing yep. in free agency. They have no first round pick. They have picks 39 and 48 in the uh, in this draft. So, I'm hoping for. Jahan Dodson at pick 39 and apparently the head case, George Pickens at 48. I want both those guys to go to the bears and give Justin Field some freaking weapons. Uh, yes. Am I, am I nuts? Are these guys, if these guys are second rounders, I try to guy, I try to pick players I thought would reasonably be available at those slots um, for the bears and their stupid lack of first round draft capital. So any thoughts on those two guys? Um, Jahan Dodson's man. I think he, I think in his whole co- – was it he dropped two balls? Yeah, like, like – the, uh, the, the hands are 
Oh, man, I actually went just and I just had a look at the highlights because I've, I've written him up um, here somewhere, actually. I've, I've got running backs here in front of me. Um, but um, when I, I went back and had a look at his highlights, I'm just watching it. Mate, even in the snow. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's got better hands than, than some. There's a lot of guys in this class um, that will be higher and don't have as good a hands. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, mate, you're a wide receiver, isn't? Isn't you know you can, okay, <laughs> routes and whatnot, but man, that, to me, that's your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. And this dude's got beautiful, beautiful hands. Yeah. So I no, I think that that's that's great. Um, Pickens, Pickens is just outside my five. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Chris Olave is outside my five as well. Yeah, well, you got to make room, you know. You got to make there's room. There's only so many spots. Uh, yeah. Spots. The you Pickens know? almost made the was almost the most the players interest me the most only because the the reports like this week that came out there was an athletic article that like they talked it was like uh, to a bunch of wide receiver coaches they didn't name names in there but like. And they talked about these players and, and Pickens. They were like, "This kid, is, I wouldn't want him on my team. He's a disaster." And I was just like, "You know, obviously he's talented as hell, but if he's not all up top, yeah. you know, then yeah, he does." When you when you watch his games, mm-hmm. it's just man, this this guy is he just a bit <laughs> nuts? Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. like, he 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 will he won't last because the amount of flags going to get thrown for taunting. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, welcome well, to the NFL. College football, that I, do they care about taunting in college football? Not as much as the pros, apparently. No, <laughs> mate, the amount of times he stands over people. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I mean, you got to get rid of that out of your game. Yeah, it's, uh, you'll, they'll, he'll uh, learn one way or the other, I guess. So, yeah. Uh, any, uh, any parting thoughts for you? I don't want to leave anything left here on the table. So, you got anything um, else? No, look, I'm just, I'm just really interested in finding where, what the NFL, I went because I look at the wide receivers basically is where I spend most of my time. Is mm-hmm. how how do they view them to how I view them? That's just from a personal point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and then outside of that is the guys that that are further. I, I get more interest out of these guys that I like that probably won't be in the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where do they land? What round do they go in? Um, in what order are they going compared to sort of um, where I have them? I don't, I don't, ha- I have a top five, and then after that, it's mate, h- how do you, how do you juggle these guys into, you know, um, into 15, 16? Like, how the hell do you know? Like, my top, yeah, my, yeah. my top five at the moment is Christian Watson, Traylon Burks, um, Jamison, mm-hmm. Williams, um. Uh, why am I? Who's number one on everybody's list? Garrett um, Wilson. Garrett Wilson four, mm-hmm. and who was my fifth? Jesus. Drake London. Drake London. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they're, they're my five, and then Alave sort of sixth. Um, and then yeah, then then you're looking at the Jahan Dotson, Sky Moore's picket. You look at all those guys, and like, I don't, I don't know. I just. They're just a bunch. I got yeah. these guys, and then there's a bunch of guys, and then there's a bunch of guys, and that's how I just sure. I, that's how I do it, you know. Yeah, I think that would be uh, that is the one thing that'd be intriguing. You kind of get to see pretty quick what the 
and I mean, hell, we call them professionals, I guess, but like these NFL teams, how they value these players based off yeah. of where they're taken, right? But then, I mean, the, even those guys that have all these scouts on these uh, uh, on payroll and all that, I mean, what is the hit percentage on these guys? You know, it's not a perfect science by any means. What, what's uh, the first round? 50-50? And then it just drops away every round after that, doesn't yeah. it? So, you know, yeah. which is obviously because, you know, the guys in the first round, obviously the best. And it's always going to be a bigger drop because these guys become more suspect, you know, the, the yeah. less less rounds that they go. But um well, any draft guys like two two Atwell in round two, uh, and then you know that just really drives that uh down. <laughs> well like Brandon Brandon Ayuk, I didn't like Brandon Ayuk coming out and he went in the first round thinking, well, what am yeah. I doing wrong? And at the moment I'm I'm not looking too yeah. bad. He had that yeah, three three or four games and tricked everybody uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're only as good as your last you're only as good as your last game they say so yeah my top five from last year is looking good that, that my top five from last year so i'll just roll with that that i know not that i know what i'm doing but <laughs> this is my guesses are good my guess is good roulette black black or red black or red you know yeah. 50, 50 enough to be dangerous i like it so yeah, yeah uh good stuff man well uh we'll put a bow on this thing I have, hopefully everybody uh was able to uh enjoy this one good luck to your falcons there picking picking or, early can we just take offensive linemen or you know the, the best corner or you know you know the even a safety like uh kyle hamilton you know mm-hmm. someone let's not worry about our offense for you know i mean like yeah. In the skill position, yeah. Let's worry, man. People been scoring thirty six on us for <laughs> ten years. Even yeah. when we went to the Super Bowl, the only reason you know, team we we were scoring forty six and they were scoring thirty. That's the only reason we made it, mate, because we could outscore them, not because our defense was good. Yeah. Can we have a defense? Let's, you know. Let's, yeah. Let's. Uh, sometimes it's just with a first round pick. I know I felt this way. Just don't, don't screw it up. Picks. Just get a guy. He's going to be a starter for you. Going to yep. be good. And then yeah. you got those second round picks. You can get some skill position players there. Yeah. No, no yep. big deal. So, I like it, man. All right. Well, appreciate you guys listening. I'll be back next week. Obviously, a uh, lot of rookie talk dynasty wise. I'll be taking a look at some instant reactions as far as these players value for 2022. So the next few weeks, looking forward to doing that. Going to be doing some mock drafts too, updated rankings, uh, post NFL draft, to look, take a look at 2022 rankings. So make sure you subscribe. That way you get the rookie rundown. Warzone, War Games, all those guys are going to be covering a ton of the rookie content here. As Dynasty rookie drafts will be hot and heavy here uh, this time next week. We'll be, I know I already have like four or five for next week. It's going to be nuts. Uh, and May is going to be a lot of fun. So, G, once again, appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, sneaking away from uh, from from work for a little bit and joining me. This better be a bloody good coffee I'm bringing back. <laughs> no doubt. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. We'll see you.